Fusion Passenger is a great way to host your Rails applications in production. I'm using it on railscast.com and have no issues so far. Not only is it great for that, though, it also works well for hosting your applications in development environment as well on your local machine. Let me show you. Now, normally, one of the first things you do when you start working on your Rails application is start up the server. Now, this just starts up a mongrel process if you have that installed on port 3000. However, if you're juggling multiple Rails applications in development, then it kind of becomes a pain to constantly start and stop servers unless um, you're setting them up on separate ports, which is also a pain. Well, Fusion Passenger will allow us to set up multiple Rails applications and just start them up on demand when we need them, um, all on port 80. Let me show you. First, you'll need to install Apache 2 if you haven't already. Um, I'm running on OS X Leopard here, which comes with it installed, so I can just jump right into installing Passenger. Uh, we can do a gem install Passenger to install that. And then once that is installed, you just need to run the Passenger install Apache 2 module command, and this will find Apache 2 on your system and just um, install it directly into there. It'll warn you if there's any problems along the way as well. After that's done, it will give you a few lines to paste into your Apache config file, so let's do that now. So here we are at the bottom of that config file. Uh, for me, it's under etsy apache2 http.conf, and I'll just add those few lines at the bottom here. So that's pretty much all you have to do to install Passenger onto Apache. Now if we continue on in our Passenger instructions, um, it'll just tell us to set up our virtual host in the Apache config. Now I'm not going to do that manually right now, I want to show you a cool little utility if you're running Mac OS X first, and then I'll show you how to set it up manually if you're not. Over at the Fingertips blog, there's an excellent article on the Fusion Passenger Preference pane. Um, I'll post a link to this in my show notes for this episode, but just on this page, just scroll down and you'll find the download link to install it. And then once it's downloaded, just double click to install it. And here it is. We can just unlock it to uh, allow us to change it. And then we can just add our Rails projects into here. So I'll just add our Railscast site into here. And it's already set up to be at railscast.local in development. And that looks good. Just click apply. And that's really all there is to it. Uh, this preference pane makes it really easy just to set up as many Rails applications as you want in development environment. Uh, let's try going there and see if it works. Now we can try going to uh, railscast.local. And it works. There we go. Now this web site is running on our local host um, in development mode for us to test as much as we want without having to manually launch it with the script server. Now if this does not work, then uh, try a couple things. First, make sure that Apache is running on your machine. You may need to enable web sharing um, in the system preferences or start Apache somehow. Or um, also make sure that the domain name isn't somehow calling it from a cache. Um, you may need to relaunch your web browser to make sure that it, it works. Okay, so what if you aren't running OS X Leopard and you don't have this uh, preference pane? 
Well, it's actually not too hard to set up the virtual host manually in your Apache config. Let me show you. Here's the configuration file that the preference pane uh, added for us. And you can basically just add these same config lines into your Apache config directly instead of going through the preference pane, and it will basically do the same thing, except for one condition. There's one more line we need to add here, and that is to set the name virtual host to anything on port 80. So that way it, it finds the railscast.local. After you edit the Apache config file, don't forget to restart Apache. And then you can, um, one more final step that you have to do if you're setting this up manually instead of going through the preference pane is to uh, edit the host file to point that domain into your local host. And for me, that's at Etsy, uh, just hosts. And um, I'm not sure exactly where it is on your system. If you're using Windows, it'll be different. And inside this host file, you just need to edit, add one little line here, um, pointing the localhost IP address to railscast.local. That way, when you go to that domain, it finds and points it directly to the uh, local IP address. Now, you don't have to do this if you're using the preference pane, but if you aren't, uh, then you'll have to add this in manually. And there we go. That's pretty much all there is to it. Now you can easily set up as many Rails applications as you want, and you, each one has its own nice, unique domain name. And what's nice, if it uh, doesn't receive any activity for a while, a uh, passenger will automatically shut down the process. Uh, that way, it saves on memory. So only the Rails applications you're currently using in development, uh, those are the only ones that are taking up memory. So it's nice and speedy and efficient. Now there may be a couple things you are wondering, and one is that how do I see that output that script server gave me? And actually that's just the development log, so you can tail that and you'll get that same kind of output from script server, um, even though that's not running. And then finally, if you ever need to restart uh, the server, maybe you changed an environment config file or something, uh, you can either restart Apache itself, like I showed you earlier, or just touch the temp restart.txt file, just edit it in some way, um, and that will passenger will see that and automatically uh, restart it. All right, so that's pretty much it for this episode. Um, I encourage you to give Passenger a try and just run it on your local machine. And I think this also really helps you get familiar with it if you ever want to use it in production as well on deployment. That way you can play around with the config files and so on and uh, really learn how it all works. And just a quick disclaimer here, uh, I've only tested this fully on my local machine here on Mac OS X, so if, it, if you're running um, Linux, it's probably very similar. I think it will just work. If you're running Windows, I can't be sure it works. But I encourage you to post some comments in the show notes and let me know uh, how it goes. I don't know exactly if Passenger is fully supported on Windows or not. This episode is sponsored in part by Pragmatic Screencasts. They offer high-quality screencasts on a variety of subjects, including Ruby and Rails. Check them out at pragmatic.tv. Also sponsored by Notifixius. They're looking for an experienced web developer to fill a CTO position. For more information, please visit jobs-notifixius.tumblr.com.